Okay, welcome back to the New Grad Experience podcast. My name is Aiden, and I'm joined by my co-host Rob. Introduce yourself, Rob. Howdy, everybody. I'm Rob. Yeah, you've, you've heard of me before. I'm on the podcast regularly with Aiden, but you probably haven't heard of us before because we're not really popular. But we're enjoying ourselves, aren't we? Yes, we're we're getting on with it. We're enjoying the process. It's all about the journey. That's it. And on the topic of journeys, Rob, we're going to talk about our days in uni, particularly uh, the study component um, of university, mm. you know, what we did day to day, how we prepared for exams and how those sort of habits have formed um, and prepared us for, for our work, uh, I suppose, outside of university now. That's right. Uh, and so, so, Rob, I suppose in your in your own view of, of how you went about your study in university. Um, let us into what, what you thought, or how, how you thought you handled the whole university experience on that front. Ah, so with uni, I think in the day-to-day, -day, I, I wasn't, I don't think I had a particularly good approach to study. Uh, my mindset was always, you know, uh, well, it, it depends. So I had a good approach in the sense that I always had stuff done. Like I was very ahead of the game. I was sort of that douchebag who always had something done. And, and everyone was like, well, how are you ahead on the lectures? And I was like, oh, I just do them. And, but I was, I was super, I was super weird about it as well. Like I was really obsessed with having um, all the lectures done before, I felt like I could relax and I don't know if that was like an anxiety thing or something but I would always I would always really struggle like all, my whole life actually I've really struggled to relax unless I have everything off my mind so like assignments and uh, lectures and you know tutor work all of that stuff I always wanted all of that done but I mean, that's settled to some extent, and especially as you progress through uni, I think I got better at sort of giving myself some time off, but I was still shocking at it all the way through uni, I would say, and super, super unhealthy in that sense. So yeah, I mean, day to day, like I would basically do every single lecture that was on a day uh, on that same day. I didn't let anything build up because I feel like that gave me stress. And uh, so there'd be days where we had like six hours of lectures and I was sitting there two times speeding all of them. I was always super efficient and I would always preach how I was uh, I was study efficient because I was, you know, catching the train into uni. I was watching lectures, catching the train home from uni. I was watching lectures. Mind oh, you, <laughs> oh, it was so, so dumb. Like, I, I swear I didn't, I didn't really focus on them. And I always, and I did it really weird. I did a lot of double handling as well. Like I would write the notes first. So I would read through the lecture, writing the notes, almost word for word, sometimes. And then I would go and listen to them. And I think it's important. I think uh, one of the lecturers at ACU, Mick, Mick Hughes. Um, Mick Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Anyway. Mick Hughes is on Instagram, mate. He's an oh. ACL guru. Yeah. Oh, he is? There you go. <laughs> That's probably why I said it. Yeah, Mick, Mick Reynolds. Um, he he said to me that you you learn things three times. He's like, you, you have to learn it three times before it becomes solid in your head. You have to watch the lecture, you have to write the lecture, and then you have to study the lecture. And when you do all that, then you actually learn it. And I sort of definitely, that definitely made me think like, well, I think that you need to watch the lectures 
but less because it helps helped me learn more because it helped me figure out what was going to be in the in the exam right <laughs> like, and that's all that's all that's important for university i suppose instead of yeah. taking out you know the content from the lecture uh, yeah. we want to make sure that we get good grades at the end yeah exactly but i mean all the all the university lecturers they just they just love people who actually listen and, and watch the lectures and so they always drop little hints and you can tell even just like with the inflection of their voice they'll be like yeah so you know this is the bloody blood this is the the bone this is the humorous this is really important for your exam you'll have to know this part of the humorous for your exam that's not an anatomy cath just giving not so subtle hints away about the exams yeah 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 exactly and so i found i found that really useful but again i think i think in general my whole approach to uh study throughout university wasn't very healthy just just very very obsessed with getting things done and not letting myself relax and i think that probably stems from like an, uh, an anxiety sort of stress response to me and i'd done it throughout my whole life so it's just habit for me and i'm trying to get that better is, at that it is, uh, so I, I guess in terms of uh study habits and characteristics it's you're at one end Rob where you know you're very efficient with your work and you're very dedicated to your work which is good absolutely good but then obviously it's a little sounds a little obsessive at times uh, but then you have like the other end of the spectrum at which you're, you're absolutely not motivated at all you're stinging off your friends you're you're really sort of giving a a, a a, a tiny tiny effort in, in towards your study there so um look you want to find a happy medium with that and yeah. obviously it's hard to judge there but um i suppose in terms of you know the good out of, of the way you studied rob i suppose it's, it'd be good to sort of focus on what what strategies you use that you thought may be a little bit more healthy than than not uh i think the good stuff definitely was I mean, it's hard to say listening to the lectures because I did just say I only listened to them to figure out what was in the exam. But uh, I just think that the amount of time that I actually dedicated to learning in general was probably more than most people. I would say you, you hear a lot of people and they'd be like, oh, I don't watch the lectures, I just read them. And I'm like, fuck, that would give me so much anxiety just in, in general. Like, I, just, I just would not be able to, to just uh, read them and just be happy with that because i don't really feel like reading the lectures ever gave gave me much much um help at all and and i'm not a very uh i'm not good at learning through reading uh, it doesn't stimulate me at all i'm very much like the video youtube video or listen type of person and i i, I take in that type of information a lot better um yeah i suppose it, it'd come down to how knowing what medium that you learn the best from I yeah suppose some could say that they learn better just from reading but i think most people would uh learn more from a, a bit more of an interactive approach i suppose and sort yeah. of involving themselves in the content and whether that be with lectures or tutorials um it's often the best way and i think um what you and I did pretty well um, with with universities to be engaged in those classes. And look, if it's an 8 a.m. biology class, um, yeah, it's pretty fucking tough. <laughs> yeah. But do the best you can. You know, you're there 
for a reason to learn. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't have fun with it as well. And um, I think that's that's pretty safe to say that we we did have our fun. Um, yeah. You know, you, you, whether it be studying with different groups of people or sort of finding your little group there and and mm. bouncing ideas off each other and and finding ways to make learning a little bit more interesting um, yeah. is definitely all the help you can get in, in terms of preparing best for your exams. Yeah, I've, I've only been really thinking of that question, I suppose, from like a study at home point of view. But it, yeah, definitely when you're in, at uni in class, like just be engaged and be be involved in the class. Like I was, I think, you know, the people that I tend to study with, like yourself and shout out Seb and Ruby. Um, we, <laughs> yeah, the real ones. <laughs> we, we would always just be so happy to, to go up, demonstrate, ask questions and just mm. be like, you know, people, I think teachers definitely found me annoying at, at some point <laughs> because uh, I think I, I was sent to the corner a couple of times for just being decent, <laughs> but, but I think I it definitely, the amount of questions, Rob. Yeah. It de- well, balance. Read, read the room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It definitely helps with with your with your learning and and you definitely see people who get into the class and they're just on their phone and you're just like why are you even here and they're the same people that you know um scrape through with passes and and that's you know that's not to shame anyone that's tried and got through on a pass because you do have those harder subjects that you that that there is a very real circumstance but Mm. for the easy ones especially you know just a little bit of effort goes a long way and yeah, you, your teachers do appreciate that as well and um here i am going down the network route as well um if you're paying attention in class and they like you 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 know personal unlike the the others that are playing on their phone and you're there to sort of learn and have a good time um it does does lead to to uh things down the track and i found that with uh, one of my teachers that helped me uh, or was a reference for me for my current job so mm. um it caught sort of the stars can align and yeah. uh you know it's it's a bit of a sort of distant connection there but it definitely um, happens you know, and, and you can't it, forget it you can't forget as well and, and something which you know lecturers will will hate me for saying but there is some amount of subjectivity in a practical exam you you it's you human cannot, nature of yeah, hundred percent. If 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 I was a marker and some kid who I knew was on their phone every single class walked into a prac exam room and was like, you know, doing something, even if they did well, I would still be like, you little shit. Like I would so not be happy at all. And and so there has to be even a small amount of subjectivity. So. I just think having a good relationship with your lecturers is is important and and the people who are tutoring you and stuff as well, especially when you're in, like we were in such a small cohort for a university degree, like mm. 80 or so is such a small mm. cohort. So if you can sort of have your face recognisable and, you know, a decent back, like people actually respect you, your teachers respect you, that, that's always beneficial. Yeah, absolutely agree on that, Rob. Mm. Um, I think we'll, we'll move on to exam preparations. I think mm. uh, in terms of our listeners, students in particular, mm. how, did, how did you go about preparing for exams? Uh, we've already touched on it a little bit here. You know, we've, we've had our study groups and 
Mm. I, you know, I would, I would also admit that my study habits were pretty uh, unhealthy as well. Um, it's what, what's the best way to go about it? Do you think what worked best for you? The thing that worked the best for me was so, so something which I, I, I always have enjoyed is teaching. Like if I wasn't a physio, I'd probably want to do like teaching of some sort because I, I, I genuinely enjoy it. And I actually always found it the best way for me to study. Uh, and so I, I thought to myself every time, if I can uh, explain to someone else and if I can teach someone else how to answer a question, then I know for a fact that I can answer that question. It's mm. like, it, it's just like, it's just the, the strongest amount of reinforcement for study that you can get. And so, you know, we had group, uh, group study sessions all the time. You know, you me Aiden, uh, sorry, Aiden you me Seb and Ruby and that was like the most clutch thing ever and definitely everyone took their turn sort of when people didn't get something but I just loved trying to explain things to people and I'm sure Ruby and, and Seb would be fine with me saying that I explained a fair share of concepts to them um, but it, it's so helpful to, to, to me and um and even just brainstorming as, as a group, like I'm not saying that I was the person who bloody carried them through their exams, but so much, so much like stuff was brought up and just getting a different perspective on things is so important. Like you might go through your, your studies, like your lecture content, and you might think one thing, but someone has interpreted it a completely different way or been mm. taught in a completely different way, like especially the practical stuff. Like someone's like, yeah. you know, if you're if you're practicing, and that's the other important thing, group study is so important in physio for the prac exams as well. I really Absolutely. recommend it. Yeah. Um, so like someone might be doing a move in some in some way, and and then you know, you or or Seb or Ruby would come out of nowhere and be like, Oh yeah, you know, so and so taught me in this way and and you know, it's so much better leverage. Grass down here and, and come over. Yeah. You got, you got to crack the safe, crack the safe, give okay. an inside joke there. <laughs> yeah, but definitely really important. And um, yeah. another good way that I, I studied it at home uh, for practical exams. So when the theory exams were sort of set in stone was, I, d I just talked to my dog. <laughs> like I just pretended my dog was a patient and I'd walk around home going, Hey Charlie, how are you today? Oh, that's good. My name's Rob. I'm a student physio. <laughs> Just going through that whole process. But yeah, I mean, what what did you do? Something... Hey, that line, Rob, like you're a robot, right? Oh, mate, I said that <laughs> yeah, line. Patient in your clinical practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah what, what about you? Did you? What What was your sort of big? Because obviously we studied in the same group in uni, but mm. anything else? For yeah, yourself? yeah. So we 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 we'd share pretty similar approaches to study. I think. Um, mm. You know, the brainstorming and explaining is always good, especially on the practical front, absolutely. And, and you know, if you can do, if you can see it happen, do it and then be able to teach it, that's like three steps for you to learn and know yeah. what you're doing, right? Yeah, right? And then, you know, just on, on the front of, of mobilizations, for example, or manual techniques in particular, different ways uh, to skin a cat, right? So yeah. it's always good to, the, the thing is there's so much variety in how you can go about manual techniques and, and you can find what works best for you and what 
results in good outcomes for you, especially in your first year out and um, yeah. get a feeler for what works, what you can quote unquote feel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree with on with you on that front. Early on, Quizlets were were big for me. Oh, you um, were the Quizlet man in first year. Everyone was yeah. like, "Have you seen Aiden's Quizlet man? It's so good." And I'd be like, "Who is this guy with his bloody Quizlets?" <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> um, it's yeah look it's one way to get a name for yourself in your first year guys uh, <laughs> it's i think it was good on a few fronts right you've got your memory uh cards they're very much the same thing um, you're answering questions that are in the learning objectives um and it's online accessible um, so it's something that you could, you know, as you were watching lectures on the on the train, I was flipping through my Quizlets. And so, you know, it, it's so easy to do it throughout the day whenever you have a spare moment, absolutely. And I think that's why, well, that is one of the reasons why, particularly in the first couple of years, um, you know, it was really able to get on top of uh, pretty dense subjects like anatomy in particular, because that was all about attachments and mm. uh, actions and um, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, I suppose, uh, it, another bonus is that other people benefited it from benefited benefited from it as well. Yeah. And so, um, you know, obviously, people are thankful about that, and uh, usually, when you do something like that, people will return the favour and. Um, whether it be helping you out in a in a different way that you you were supposed or a different topic that you're having troubles with and so Dude, i swear i didn't even know who you were in first year and then like it was like the end of the first semester and someone's like oh, have you seen aiden's quizlet and i'm like what and i remember doing it like i remember going through it for anatomy and stuff but i swear i didn't even speak to you at that point i probably said g'day maybe once but like yeah i suppose at that point you wouldn't know half the cohort because you'd just be familiar with the ones in your class yeah exactly enough at that point uh but yeah look i think they're really good resources to have mm. um what else worked i suppose well, uh, well just on on flashcards I'm going to sort yeah. of go devil's advocate. Well, not really my opinion on them. I, I, was, I do like flashcards for your, for your, um, you know, rote learning type subjects. So attachments, mm. actions, nerve innovation, all that stuff. When you can just spit out a word, mm. that's fine. But I never really liked them for, you know, more dynamic questions and, questions that can be a bit more you know worded a bit differently to sort of screw with you in the exam so stuff like i never really would have done a, a quizlet for something like bio or, or something with a, 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 a the potential for an extended response question i i never really actual topics i suppose yeah, yeah yeah i just found mm. there's too much information on on just a flashcard to really get through that and i think if you're repeatedly going over the same information over and over again um, you sort of hone in on only a few ideas. So I always preferred skimming through all the notes and highlighting the ones which I thought were most important and most likely going to be in the exam and spending more time on them. But, you know, definitely going through all the notes is important. And there was, there was plenty of times where we guessed what questions would be the, in the exams because you can just tell half the time because lecturers would spend way longer on something. So 
in that sense, yeah, I mean, it's okay if you use a Quizlet because if you have a really good idea, but mm. you still might lose out on those couple of marks in like a multiple choice, for example, where you just haven't really picked up on something or you haven't included it in your flashcards. And, and they can be quite specific as well. Um, you can have one line from a lecture in week seven, uh, one of one of three lectures of that week for that one unit, and um, you know, unfortunately, just not see it if if you're not really paying attention to every oh, bit of information. Dude. But that's hard to do, right? Some that's, of the questions in exams yeah. are so brutal and so just like it's like the most vaguest dot point from the vaguest lecture that no one listened to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of them can be quite boring. So mm. um, I think you're definitely right on that front, perhaps for more uh, rote learnt or very uh, succinct responses. Uh, you've got your quizlets in, in for, say, anatomy, for example, and yeah. then more conceptual, uh, perhaps more uh, musculoskeletal practice, uh, you know, practice question or scenario. You could be a little bit more conceptual in your approach. Because yeah. um, I, th I think from my own experience, I was very uh, much the Quizlet route, which was great for my first year. And I was like, oh, I'll just carry that into my second year, um, only for a lot of the second year subjects to be quite well, more conceptual than they were in the first year. And, yeah. and as a result, um, you know, I was like, oh, it has to be like this, 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 a systematic process. Yeah. Um, and if it doesn't fit that system, it's wrong. And that I think that toyed with my head a little bit when it came to exams and as a result didn't really perform as well and so um you know for any any new student going through um it's good to be able to divide up you know your, your different types of of units and um attack them accordingly depending on obviously yeah. whether they're conceptual yeah, or not a big benefit about the group study as well is i i think something that's really important for study which really helps internalize your thoughts when you're in the exam so when i'm in the exam i have a voice that talks to me in my head that's answering the questions and i'm writing it down right and so i found and what i find find really important when i study is speaking out loud so that's why when i'm at home i'm talking to my dog about questions or i'll literally go up to my sister and be like can i talk to you about this subject and i'm like you don't even need to listen but can you i just talk at you and so i think definitely with the group exam sort of stuff and the group sorry the group exam study that really that really helps because you're talking out loud to a bunch of people and if you can talk out loud and explain that that just reinforces my well in my mind it reinforces my internal monologue of answering a question and which which you have during the exam isn't it yeah um, yeah exactly it's yeah, the same process i think Oh, and, and it just came to front of mind just now. I, I actually used to draw the sensory distribution of, of nerves um, on, my, on my own body. Now, that sounds oh, pretty weird, but, weird, but it's just another approach. I think it was getting pretty uh, over Quizlets at the time. And yeah. um, it was the night before the exam. It's like, well, um, everyone's tired and they're not going to talk to you. They're not going to sort of help you remember or, or voice your study um, and so drawing them on you is another technique that you could try uh, you know maybe it's not the same for everyone but I definitely sort of 
uh, the, the night before, say the anatomy exam, it, you know, a question would pop up with the distribution, the sensory distribution, for example, and and you'd you'd recognize where you know that nerve supply just based on where you drew it on your body. Yeah, like, and you can look that, down. That's like your... a coloring book for yeah. anatomy. Yeah, and you'll look at your hand during the exam, for example, and you'd be like, oh yeah, you know, this is C whatever it is. I can't even remember now. <laughs> <laughs> is the thumb c7 it's c6 c6 oh c6 c6 c7 and then c8 yeah right? yeah, yeah yeah we got there yeah that's it's okay right. we got dermatome maps in the clinic i'll be fine man <laughs> right. yeah we, we do too and that's fine like i want to talk so, about so long as you have a rough idea <laughs> yeah 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 i want to talk about what oh no i thought this was lumbar vertebrae man in your head is that right <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about one yeah. other study technique, which I feel like it would be rude not to. Yeah. And that was making... Let's finish on this one. Yeah, that was making dirty acronyms. Well, they don't have to be dirty, but just acronyms yeah. in general. Like, oh my God, we, we made the most rogue acronyms in that group study session. And I couldn't mm. think of one now. I probably could actually, but I probably don't want to. Um, there's, but, a, there's a few. Um, there's one for... Uh, the pezanserine attachment, right? Say grace before T. Yeah, yeah. You've got but, your sarcoidus gracilis yeah, yeah. Um, before semitendinosis. Yeah. Another good one is um for the, the hands, the carpals. Some of oh, us yeah. try things. Is it try things that they can't handle? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 So so just making up stuff like that and um just stupid things that help us remember. Like I remember that oh, here's a good one. So for some reason Every time I think of an obstructive uh, respiratory disease, obstructive respiratory disease, so like COPD, I think of MOB, which means mucus, edema, and bronchoconstriction and spasm. And I'm just like, why do I remember that? I don't know. But we just made up this stupid acronym in that group study session, and, and it just yeah. helped me know the pathophysiology of that condition. And I still remember it. Yeah, well, there you are. I think it's a good one to, to end on there, Rob. Um, and yeah. because they're dirty, they stick to your, your mind. And, and obviously, even a year or two, two years out from now, you still remember that, that acronym. And so, mob um, isn't exactly dirty, but yeah, like, well, there are yeah, I suppose you could get creative with that. That's short, short yes. and sweet, but absolutely. Um, there's definitely enough crude words out there to make um, plenty of acronyms with. So, yeah. Try um, like to finish us off there, Rob. Yeah, sounds good, man. Um, it was good to chat about our study techniques and don't take, uh, I mean, you know, caution with this. Don't try this stuff at home, kids, because, I mean, it might, it might, might be good for you in terms of uh, some study, but it, it could be at the cost of some mental health. So look after yourselves when you study and uh, feel free to use our tips and tricks, although they're not really tips and tricks. Like like all things, mate, balance. Balance yeah. is good. Um, and just don't run yourself into the ground like uh, I did or uh, perhaps you, Rob. There's yeah. um, at the end of the day, it is just your GPA and it doesn't matter that much, relatively speaking. It, Episode our, one. Episode yeah. one, end of episode exactly. one. Does GPA matter? Question mark. Yeah, look. Go watch Sean that. Answer no. Yeah. Sean answer no. That's it.
Alrighty, guys, we will uh, end it off there. Good chatting, and we'll talk soon. See you in the next one. Peace.